fun episode this is gonna be oh yeah such a fun episode ahead of us today oh boy yeah well you know it's really good to see you both yeah, yeah good to too. see you yeah uh did you have a fun uh little thanksgiving uh respite yeah we did yeah we, we had a bunch of fun yeah we had a great time we Dro- rode, drove around on atvs and yeah. shot rifles and ate yep. really good food and yeah we were at a uh, uh britney's parents in georgia yeah yeah hell yeah uh how are uh, they they're they're great yeah uh, britney's dad smokes salmon in this way that I still Damn. think about. Is that like a new new strain out of Georgia? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he, uh, he uh, they have a smoker and he put these salmon fillets in there and I, I still think about them. Yeah. They were so fucking good, man. David ate like half a salmon's worth of smoked salmon. Uh, uh, yeah, I got, like, awesome. I, got, I got like mercury poisoning. It was like so fucking <laughs> yeah. good. Yeah. So good. <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's just pretty much all, all the only thing that's been on my mind since... Since Thanksgiving, yeah, smoked like salmon is incredible. Week and a half, yeah, it's like one of some of the best shit ever. Yeah, yeah. How yeah, about well, your Thanksgiving, Chris? Oh, it was good. Um, I uh, didn't get to see my uh, my my mother or my brother, but I will this Christmas, which I'm really excited oh, about. Uh, but I did get to see uh, my whole in-laws family, and that was a lot of fun. Uh, and you know, ate ate all of the root vegetables. Um, I oh, have yeah. some some frozen um, Brussels sprouts from my garden that I'm excited to eat later this week. Nice. nice. Keep keep the whole you know Thanksgiving feel right. You know, like uh, as much as possible. Absolutely. <laughs> cool. Just to save the meal. Yeah. The meal. Yeah. The meal is what is that? Where is that? Absolutely. Is there something else about things? Well, okay, family. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Well, you know, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Celebrating the genocide. Yeah. 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 As we do. Yeah. Not not just us. It's a <laughs> speaking of genocide. No, we're not going to. We're going to save that for yeah. later in the episode. Yeah, um, yeah. But uh, Kissinger's dead. Uh, can we get an air horn effect in here? Right? Yeah, yeah, right there. Yeah, uh, um, it happened. Um, Finally, the the crabs they are dancing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, he died probably comfortable in a bed, surrounded by loved ones, which yep. is not. You know how I wanted it to happen, but it happened. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, I it I, there it should be a national holiday in Cambodia. Uh, yes. Yeah. And Laos, really, just like that whole peninsula, should should establish a national holiday for and and Chile and and I don't know. There's like a couple others. I'm not I'm not remembering Bosnia. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Just, so we'll get we'll we'll do a rundown because the Roll, Rolling Stone published this. Gathing obituary, I guess you'd call it, of Henry Kissinger. It's pretty long. Um, and I'm going to narrate the whole thing for Patreon. So if you want to hear that um, really well done, well laid out uh, overview of Kissinger's legacy, you can head on over to patreon.com slash ironweeds. You can hear it for a dollar. Well, my deepest condolences to um, uh, President G uh, in the <laughs> loss of one of his best friends. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, you, because obituaries are like things that are meant to uh, run when someone dies, whether you call that an obituary or or a massive takedown. Yeah, <laughs> it's a postmortem. Uh, yeah, postmortem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. I always he's like those are usually written pretty far in advance, just like sitting there waiting for the the person to croak. And uh, I I have to imagine like writing just like an absolute fire Henry Kissinger uh, uh story, and then and then you just have to wait. Yeah. And wait and wait for the. You probably wrote that what like five years ago. I don't know when he hit ninety five. When he hit ninety, <laughs> you people are probably writing these things to file away for when he dies. Yeah. Who knows how long that thing's well, who, been on a shelf? Who was it who just published? It's called The Good Die Young. I th- was it Jacobin. Somebody has had a whole book that was just sit shelved waiting for Kissinger to die. Jesus, that they that yeah. they just released. I can't remember what what publishing house it was, yeah. but. Um, well, I think it's so disgusting when anybody dances on the graves of anyone who's died ever. <laughs> Everybody who's died is a saint. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's pretty pretty wild that people yeah. have that take, though. Yeah, it's pretty wild. <laughs> oh, it was Verso, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Verso. Yeah. Verso, uh, Jacobin, same thing. Basically. I think it was in conjunction with yeah. maybe Jacobin, yeah. but yeah, either they, way. They, they published things together. So, uh. yeah. Um, George Santos expelled from Congress. Another another fallen idol. <laughs> so sad. Yeah, you know, uh, I, you know, what? they say be gay, do crimes. <laughs> Until but then you show up to Congress, yeah. and it's like, no, no, oh, not no, that no, way, no, not oh. like that. Yeah. Like, oh man. What, what's I mean, like, 
I, you really do wonder, though, like, exactly what kind of crime did did he do, did George Santos do, that all these other motherfuckers did not do? Right? Like, Menendez. He Senator, did kind of do credit card fraud on other uh, house did, reps. Senator yeah. Menendez, like, did, <laughs> like, uh, like, 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 brought in money from egypt like he did like foreign interfe- election interference yeah. like i don't i don't know like that that seems really bad too you yeah. know but i but it really but like the answer is yeah of course like he hurt someone or made someone look bad that was powerful that didn't want him to he violated to norms yeah <laughs> and, <laughs> and, you know. and one of those norms yeah but like norms are like you should at least try to hide your malfeasance right yeah. and he was like just making up like insane lies and it just like doesn't it's for, it's for the same reason they, they that they don't like fetterman wearing shorts you yeah know? It's did like, you it's uh, the same thing did you see the uh the sign that uh someone was holding uh like when he got expelled uh there was like a protester like calling for his expulsion that said uh george santos stole and killed my dog yeah <laughs> yeah yeah uh, which i <laughs> that's a good one i, that, I think that that should get you expelled from congress yeah it's believable yeah which is to say like Bouges, when when are we gonna do? Yeah, when are we gonna do what we need to do about Buttigieg? Yeah, yeah. Who's yeah. brave enough to make that sign? <laughs> uh, yeah, you, Mitt you, Romney even. Yeah, Come yeah, on. yeah. Well, he would have to hold up his own sign. It, it, it was his dog. It was his dog that he true. left on top of the car. Yeah, but it didn't die, right? I don't think so. I think yeah. they no, found it was it just in time. pissing and shitting all yeah. over itself. Yeah, uh, but That's yeah, all. I mean, and then the wind probably takes that away. Yeah, the wind. Yeah, yeah. but George Santos, you know, um, taught me to be weird. Yep, you know, uh, and uh, just did it more than everyone else, and for that uh, reason alone, he's a bit of a folk hero. Yeah, he just, he the just only com- drag queen ever to enter Congress. <laughs> yeah, that we know of. You know, it's pretty. It's a it's a real miscarriage of justice, if you ask me. I, I, did I, he ever I, end up with that kid? That, ba- that yeah, baby. Yeah, I was asking. I was asking <laughs> Brittany that stole? yesterday. Yeah, he just like, what, uh, yeah, and they're like, "Is that your child?" And he's like, "Not yet." Yeah, I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, like, who who was that?" But yeah, yeah uh, definitely, like, it, I, f- I feel like he's a, uh, the canary in the coal mine for just, like, how absurd and ridiculous and um, completely out of control <laughs> the, uh, the the power structures of the United States are. And, yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't know, RIP to a real one. Yeah, I mean, he's still, I'm sure he'll, you know, continue to rock the the national news scene somehow. Maybe he'll get on Fox News or something, who knows. Yeah, he really, like, he, should, he, should be, he should have, like, a... A specific kind of podcast that's like it's gonna be him and then maybe like four other equally catty people or mm-hmm. something. I feel like that's and they should do like they, they should read like, Reddit posts. Yeah. I yeah. love those kind of podcasts. Yeah, it should yeah. yeah, it should be something like like reading I am the asshole or something. Yeah, yeah I feel like that's George Santos, open invitation to come on Ironweeds. Oh, absolutely. I think, I think pretty much every podcast wants to yeah, have Yeah, we would very much like to uh, He's probably in high demand right now. Yeah. yeah. Because he, he he'll he'll spill the tea. As, as it were. Oh yeah, he's already going after like one person specifically, another a fellow like Republican New York uh, Congressperson. She uh she she like explicitly like said that he should resign or or that and, and voted for him, and he's like outing her. Uh, says that she that at least he's out as gay. Uh, and, oh wow! And uh, not a good move. Never acceptable. Yeah, yeah. and then um, and what was it? And, 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 and yeah, and a couple other things where you're just like kind of like this. Oh yeah, and that it, she seems to be eerily good at picking stocks. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah, you know, right. you know, I was like, oh man, that's uh, yeah, go for it. Do all of them. Yeah, it was like you know, get get on. He should he should have a, a podcast sponsored by Unusual Whales or something. Yeah. yeah. What, what was the thing that sent him over the edge? Because like he didn't campaign get, finance fraud. So it was like basically spending all his campaign funds on OnlyFans. Um, I don't know if it was the way he was spending it or the way he was raising it. I can't remember to be honest. Okay, because um, I know that was an accusation. Yeah, he was raising funds by uh, I think this it might be an oversimplification, but by basically pretending to be other members of Congress. Oh yeah, he he did he did he did it with Kevin McCarthy. Yeah, yeah, he uh, he had staff pretend to be Kevin McCarthy's staff uh, oh, and raise money. Also, wasn't he like subscribed to a bunch of women's OnlyFans? Would, you know, you know, I, mean, I don't judge. I'm not saying gay I'm, men can be attracted to women. It's true. Uh, I I thought he was one of us. I thought he was a, a bi for a second. He might be. 
Um, I mean, not to, not to in out my him. Business. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, it's not. hard for bisexual men out here, you know. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's, you know, he's, just, he's uh, so hard. It's not yeah. <laughs> rock hard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, you know, let's just not put labels on it. You yeah, know. Yeah. No labels. Love is love. Love is love. Uh, especially when it comes from Long Island. Um, <sighs> I don't know why Gavin Newsom and Ron DeSantis were debating. Uh, ratings, I imagine. Oh. It has something to do with uh, getting attention. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just for everyone. Classic, um, what is it like? Narcissism. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Like, more yeah. than anything. I mean, these are two governors that have never, the, the two governors that have never represented their states more completely as like characters, as like avatars of their, like Gavin Newsom is California. Ron DeSantis is Florida. Like they Battle are two. Battle of the Sunshine States. Yeah. And, and, uh, um, and neither of them are appealing to anyone else that lives outside of their respective states. <laughs> a lot of Dems really like Gavin Newsom. There's there's a, there's a, lot a of solid contingent of Dems who want him to run for president. Yeah, and, and it won't work. I, I think they should have a contest to see who can secede faster. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, you know, yeah. And Florida's basically skipping the primary. They've already inaugurated uh, <clears throat> Joe Biden as, you know. Yeah. Getting the Florida ticket. Good for them. So, good yeah. For them. Yeah. But so this debate is really bizarre. There's this clip from it where they're talking about COVID and masking and stuff. And I'm just going to play it really quick. Yeah. You passed an emergency declaration before the state of California did. You closed down your beaches, your bars, your restaurants. False. It's a fact. You had quarantines. False. You had quarantines. You had checkpoints all over the state of, Cal- uh, of Florida. By the way, I didn't say that. Donald Trump laid you out on this. Dead to right. You that's did that. True. You followed science. You followed Fauci. That's not, that's not he followed science. He true. followed Fauci. You and were why promoting. Did leave hold California on. You were promoting vaccines. We were open. You were promoting we vaccines. Were you even wore we a mask in we September. Were open. Son, you were closed. If it's if it's okay with you, we'll do this. Why were you closed? Why don't we do this so in a way long? where we both can have? Why were you closed for so long? You wore you a mask with Donald Trump outside in September 2020. He did all of that until he decided to fall prey to the fringe of his party. And as a consequence of that, Ron, tens of thousands of people lost their lives. Not true. The equivalent, if I had your policies, the equivalent of 10 9-11s, tens of thousands of people lost their lives. And for what, Ron? So, and for what, Ron? No, you wore a mask. Yeah, you're the diaper face. <laughs> you're the diaper face. <laughs> I just love that he's like, you followed the science. That is not true. <laughs> <laughs> you followed Fauci. You're a Fauci follower. You're a Fauci following diaper face. No, you are. Like, yeah, these are. I've never followed science a day in my life. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck science. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I get my health advice from God. <laughs> yeah, like that's a um, yeah. We're uh, those both of those people should run the country. Uh, definitely. Yeah. I, hey, unity ticket. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah, <laughs> diaper di- diaper face with vice president diaper face. Yeah. No, we have to go back to you know like the 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 beginning of this country where the person who gets the second most votes becomes vice president. And they hate each other. <laughs> and so it would, be, it would be like an odd couple, Gavin Newsom, Ron DeSantis, White House uh, uh, situation. And, and they'd, they'd, they'd actually probably get along fine. Yeah. I mean, personally, they'll be fine. Yeah, personally, they'll be On fine. the world stage, they'll yeah, have yeah. to really uh, yeah. go at each other. But I can't believe they had that law um, and policy in the United States, especially in a time when, like, dueling was legal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they... It's too bad there was more like president on vice president assassinations. You know? Yeah, <laughs> well, you know, one was enough, David. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah okay. Are you talking? Are you talking about LLBJ? You know, I am. Yeah, yeah. Good times. Good times. What? What a great country. Yeah, what, yeah, what, what, yeah. I also just want to say, like, both of them look horrifying. Yeah. Well. Yeah, it, it, it's just it's like an elf f- uh, arguing with an ogre or something. I don't. They, they both look like they're from uh, the Lord of the Rings. Gavin Newsom looks like he was grown in a vat to be president. Yeah, like does, he it, just has that look. Are his teeth real? They're like the whitest fucking they teeth I've veneers. ever seen. Who knows? Yeah, they got to be veneers. Like why? Why? If, of all the people, Gavin Newsom's not going to have veneers. <laughs> yeah, you know, like come on. 
Should we? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's talk about it. Let's start with this. uh, This nine seven two magazine article has been making the rounds, and this is not a publication that I'm particularly familiar with. But what does make me think it's legitimate is that it was re-report. This reporting was republished by Al Jazeera. Um, So. Yeah, well, yeah. One, one more thing about about so it, it, it nine seven two is the uh, international prefix phone prefix for uh, Israel and Palestine. So that's that's where the the name comes from. Mm-hmm. And uh, editor in chief, who is Israeli, um, you know, is written for like the Nation and stuff, and it's a nonprofit news magazine kind of thing. So you know, and and yeah, like you said, Brittany, it's a uh, all of this has been re-reported by by Al Jazeera. So it seems it. it this isn't just like some like dorm room like screed or something yeah. like that. It's it's a, it's a real thing. It also relies on a lot of reporting from unnamed sources, so take that for what it's worth. I mean, I think the reasons that you would need to rely on unnamed sources for a story like this, which is about you know the destruction of Gaza and IDF, it makes sense to me yeah. why. There would be, but it also draws on, you know, things that the Israeli administration has said itself. So it's not uh, shocking insiders say that this is a horrifying and evil institution and they can't say their names as they say that. Yeah. Yeah. Big Chelsea Manning energy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Or like anything that the New York Times reports about national politics (laughs) almost almost always has some sort of unnamed source in it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this article is basically about, you know, non-military targets and the use of AI in generating these targets, which is to me just an absolutely horror of a sentence. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> AI generating non-military targets. And the, and there's a line in there where, where it's, it's like, we used to be able to uh, create maybe 50 targets a year. This makes like hundreds a day. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I'm sure they're... It's generating more uh, targets than we can even hit. Isn't yeah. that great? Yeah. And it's like, yeah. I, like I, th- this is when, like, again, like 80% of homes in the Gaza Strip have been destroyed. Like 80%. So, like, what... Yeah, so, I mean, is the, is the AI just, like, going down a street? Like, that... Hit that one. Hit that one. Hit that one. <laughs> like, so, yeah, it, you know, it right? is. Like, yeah, yeah, it pretty is. much. Yeah. It's yeah. basically yeah. if you can associate even half a floor of a high rise tower with some low level Hamas, you know, a uh, uh, foot soldier, then that legitimizes destroying the entire tower. Yeah. The um, IDF calls these power targets, and they include private residences, public buildings, infrastructure, high rise blocks. Um, you power know, target places where people live places that are necessary to the functioning of Gazan society and health and safety. Um, and it takes, you know, very little evidence or strategic value to call in a strike on these, on these buildings. So maybe like, I don't know, a hospital could be a power target we could say maybe yeah Yeah. Hmm. and they say um that the purpose of these strikes is to put pressure on the civilian population to put pressure on hamas which is illegal yeah that's that's a war crime that's a war collective punishment that's collective punishment and you can't do it also it's an absurd argument it's the idea of saying okay what we're going to do is be so extremely evil and destructive to the society that they're going to turn to the only force that does anything in their defense or retaliation like that exists and make them hate them yeah like what yeah yeah when you put it like that chris that doesn't seem like sound reasoning does it (laughs) no it does not no no um, a couple of quotes from some of these officials. Uh, the numbers increased from dozens of civilian deaths permitted as collateral damage as part of an attack on a senior official in previous operations to hundreds of civilian deaths as collateral damage. Another source says, nothing happens by accident. When a three-year-old girl is killed in a home in Gaza, it's because someone in the army decided it wasn't a big deal for her to be killed, that it was a price worth paying in order to hit another target. We are not Hamas. These are not random rockets. Everything is intentional. We know exactly how much collateral damage there is in every home. Which, 
makes sense to me because Gaza is an open air prison and Israel has incredibly sophisticated surveillance technology in Gaza and knows where people live. Yeah, which draws even further into question the whole like capacity for them to even be caught flat footed on October 7th. Yes. Like it's, yeah, it's pretty wild. Um, and, and these quotes, like, they, I, like it, they're either being made from someone who is just absolutely like torn up by recognizing how horribly evil what they're doing every single day is and trying to blow the whistle and like explain or in a, by somebody who has somehow rationalized that this isn't super evil. Yeah. Like, or this is, you know, a unattributed quote that was made up to like, exp- you know, give voice to somebody in that situation. I don't know. It's, it's hard to, it's hard, really hard to imagine somebody like saying these things, but then again, it's really hard to imagine anybody doing these things. So like, I don't know what to make of this kind of thing. Cause it's just like the most like mustache, tw- like twisting, like, ha, ah, like, yes, we know exactly how many babies we We're kill every day. Girls. Yeah. We're doing it on purpose. Yeah. We know exactly their names and hmm, fuck them. We're yeah. going to get somebody. And we, and we, and we get these targets based on <clears throat> AI that we've called the gospel. Oh my God. Yeah. Like, so it's they, called they, Absura, yeah. uh, the gospel in Hebrew. Like that. I mean, that's, you know, that's wild. Yeah, like that. Like that's why. And also, yeah, I mean, like, which, I mean, it's not surprising given like the names that they give to their operations, which like the, the one in response to October 7th is now called Iron Swords. Yeah. You know, which we're suing the Israeli government over. Right. Yes. Yeah. Um, like, please, for that, that, yeah, that, yeah. 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 And iron plus another word. I'm sorry. That's our intellectual property. Um, we, you'll be hearing from our lawyers. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it, it's, uh, I, yeah, I, like, it, it, it's so out of touch that it seems like if you made it up, it, it, people, you wouldn't go get anywhere with it because it's just like so goofy seeming, you know, I, but, but th- this is a, uh, a, a government that has shown that they are willing to do these things. Yeah. Yeah. And, and have said out loud that they that they intend to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the gov- government officials have said out loud that the purpose of these strikes is to put pressure on the civilian population. Yeah. yeah. Like that's not a, a secret. That's not some, you know, like shocking revelation. Yeah. Um, one former intelligence officer says that this AI system um, facilitates quote mass, a, a mass assassination factory. Um, and Basically, what would have taken intelligence analysts, you know, days and days to determine a few a few targets, a handful of targets. Now they're able to generate over 100 targets a day using this AI system. Right. And like, while I haven't seen, you know, I, I know as much as what I've learned from this article, but uh, and just some generic knowledge about like what gets counted as AI and and some some research on like. American kill chains for like the like Obama's drone war and stuff like that. What this really sounds like is it like like what the hell does it mean to like generate a target right that that then you then go go out and get right? It means well, put the bomb here. Yeah, right. Yeah, but but well, what, it means analyzing where known Hamas members are yeah, living and hiding. Right, and, and and what it what it sounds to me like is like it's it's really more of a um like. Okay, we have a yeah, we we have like a name that we can associate with whatever building you want to shoot you want to blow up, right? Sure. And and so it's not about like, oh good, we found someone and we and by attacking this person, we will eliminate this capacity of Hamas, right? It's not like a strategic dismantling of an enemy network. It is a post hoc justification for the destruction of an entire city. Yes. Right? Instead of like, you know, is it like the firebombing of Dresden, where we're just like firebombing an entire city and everyone dies in, a, in like a hellish tornado of fire. A literal firestorm, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, no, no, these are, we, we know exactly who we're hitting and these, and we know that like this full, full clear eyes can't lose that like we're uh, taking out 
this one low level functionary what, what what was the term that they use like plus five right or something like that where plus the, five yeah, yeah. And, and like the plus and the number is like how many uh, uh quote unquote collateral damage we're willing to accept yeah right? and the numbers you know, have like, changed by an order of magnitude uh, yeah. from previous you know quote rules of engagement that the idf was operating in before october 7th so now if there's like a hamas target of any significance that hundreds of casualties are deemed acceptable by this algorithm yeah right. yeah well i guess a better way of saying it is that like instead inst- think of it more as like chat gpt writing your alibi more yes. than like some sort of sophisticated computer like you know doing all the red string bullshit to of eventually course. figure out that like oh this hamas leader like should be here between these times you know like that's not what's happening no yeah. not yeah. at all also like come the fuck on if you're a hamas leader you're in a tunnel yeah like the- there's saturation bombing of the gaza strip you're not above fucking ground yeah well unless well, you're not Apparently in the the massive tunnel complex under Al Shifa Hospital, though, yeah. because apparently I don't know. We, I'm still waiting to hear about that be revealed. Yeah, the yeah. fact that David, did you not see the hole in the ground? I did see a hole in the ground. That's a good point. <laughs> I did on. see the hole in the ground that constitutes all all sorts of things. Yeah. My point is that the existence of an underground tunnel network completely refutes the idea of like um, targeting quote power targets, like completely. Well, but the purpose that but. Uh, the di- yeah, leadership is going to be underground, but but they're admitting to the fact that they're not just targeting Hamas leadership. Yeah, they're, they're targeting, targeting low level foot, sh- foot yeah, soldiers and families. Yeah, and, and their families. Yeah. yeah, they they make the the um comparison to like blowing up the house that like IDF conscri- conscripts like go back to on the weekend. Yeah, right. So like you're shooting on the you know. <laughs> you do your nine to five uh um in war, and then you go back. To your house over the weekend it would be the equivalent of just like yeah like blowing up your family's house when you yeah this leave is, the front line. when they suspect you might be home yeah yeah and this is like what the idf soldiers are saying is like man it's pretty fucked up that we're doing this like i wouldn't want me to get blown up on a weekend that'd suck yeah yeah yeah, yeah that is pretty much the <laughs> The gist of it there, yeah. And because culturally families live together, extended families live together, it means yeah. that entire family lines are being wiped out with few, if any, survivors. So you have people emerging from the rubble with all of their brothers and sisters and parents and children and nieces and nephews having been killed. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or the, uh, um, there's a one, one person that like, I think they're like known to the author of this article that like lives in London Mm -hmm. and they like fat, they just like, they like the last text in their WhatsApp was, you know, like, please let me know. Everything's fine. And then they hear from a friend. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, Something like a dozen people, like their their immediate family, their extended family, family friends are just like all gone. Yeah. All completely gone. And but, you know, power target. Yeah, power target. You know, and like I uh I hear consistently it's like, well, yeah, but you know, like Hamas started it and what about the twelve hundred people that they half a nine eleven that they took uh, yeah, half a nine eleven. Now we've done seven nine right. eleven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I, I, I don't know what the hell this is supposed to prove. Even the United States, the most bloodthirsty government on the planet right now, with the best power projection that has ever existed, like is saying like you're creating uh, your next enemy. Yeah, right? you got to stop yeah. doing this, guys. Yeah, even, yeah. Even, trust us. We did yeah. fifty thousand nine elevens. Yeah, and it was really bad for us. Yeah, yeah. I was like, even even when the United States like is publicly and directly saying, "Whoa, guys," like that's that's bad. <laughs> that's really bad. Yeah. Like, I don't know how else to say it. You know, is like when the United States tells you to cool your jets, like that's that's really. Yeah. Horrifying. Kamala Harris, uh, you know, basically said her first words of, um, I guess, uh, criticism uh, toward Israel's, um, you know, uh, offensive um, uh, yesterday at the COP28. Okay. Uh, And it was basically just like, she said something along the lines of like, Israel has a right to defend itself, but how matters or something like that, like vague enough. But like, that's the first breath of um criticism that has come out of uh the this administration as far as i can tell yeah yeah 
uh, and, uh, and, and a, if, if, if that was an accurate retelling, a full sentence. <laughs> Came out of her cable, just to say that. Yeah, right. Yeah, wow. Strategic K-hole. <laughs> it's a K-hive, actually. Uh, well, the, well, the K-hole goes underground into an entire K-hive complex. Uh, People bring uh, under Ka- a pill Kamala uh, sacred nectar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. Uh, so yeah, no, shit is totally fucked. Um, the cops going on though, um, you know, coalition of the parties, 28th, 28th one. We got, you know, uh, the global stock take, global stock take kit just came out. Um, yeah. You know, how's that doing? Uh, not good. No. Okay. No, no, not good. Okay. Not bad. Good. In fact. Uh, yeah. Real yeah. bad. So, so this is the UN's annual climate. Yeah. Ever since the, was it the Paris climate uh, agreement? Um, uh, they've been that, meeting. Was that 28 years ago? I believe so. Okay. Um, if it wasn't that, it was like the one that preceded it. But um, yeah, there've been 28 coalition of parties um, around uh, addressing the climate crisis, yeah. which, you know, all war uh, drastically accelerates, yeah. um, especially wars being funded by an imperial uh, army from the other side of the ocean. <laughs> like, but yeah, no, it's not good. Um, yeah. So, you know, we don't even need to dwell too much on it, but um, it's just um, really, really bad. And there's still talking about like uh, fantasy technologies, like, you know, direct air carbon capture yeah. being like a significant like part of this strategy for surviving the 21st century, um, uh, which, um, looks, uh, ever more in peril by the day. Yeah. There, uh, um, uh, so I, I don't know. I don't know if I've, uh, uh, announced this on the show, but I now get a subscription to the financial times. Nice. Uh, much to Brittany's chagrin. <laughs> He's just constantly like, did you know that, uh, did you know that Morgan Stanley recently came out with this assessment of like how the war in Gaza is going to affect like the price of wheat? Do you do you hold it up and, and like it goes like bing and you point to the thing yeah, like yeah. the white dude from uh, the Epic Times? Yeah, right. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it is like that. Yeah, it'd be like that. It do no, be like that. Yeah. No. Um. Uh. And. Uh, uh, and I was reading about COP28 in there, and uh, and it's a shame because, like, everything is completely firewalled, so, like, I, we're, I can never put anything in the show notes from there. But, uh, um, yeah, they're, they're like, Exxon is participating fully uh, in COP28, which is in being held in, like, what was it, like, Dubai right yes, now? Yeah. Right, yeah. So, oil companies are talking about how they need to be, cr- like, central to decarbonizing the planet in Dubai. Yeah. 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 yeah and, that's the state of the uh, species um, yeah. response to the yeah. apocalyptic crisis that's accelerating every day. Yeah. And, uh, um, yeah. And, and, yeah. And they're talking about, yeah, like you said, Chris, like yeah, uh, car- direct carbon capture and like what, what can we do to like, like uh, biofuels or talking about like biofuels, just like all these things that since the 90s, since I've been a yeah. conscious human being, they've, they've trotted out and, have just consistently over and over again been shown to be a net like carbon producer like they're not real things they're not real options they're still talking about hydrogen yeah well like like, yeah hydrogen could totally be a small part of the global energy system but it would have to be created from um uh what do you call it geothermal yeah it's the only like carbon-free heat source required for enough of the uh energy to do the electrolysis or the the separation yeah it's um, it's, it's a uh yeah like this goes back to like what like when fucking arnold schwarzenegger was driving around california in a hydrogen hummer yeah right and it's like uh this will be the future <laughs> and you know it's fucking not and it, it, because that was like over a decade ago yeah right and it's not it's not fucking happening yeah. okay i'm sorry it's what, not. what they really got to do is figure out how to make a uh hydrogen airship not explode mm. and then we could have uh airships which could be carbon neutral because of just like how much payload you can bring up and the fact that you could like throw thin film solar on the top of it and like power the whole thing um if it were buoyant you know enough um but we don't have enough helium to like run an airship economy so if we could generate hydrogen and put it in an airship that didn't explode like we could have 
you know, like high altitude transit of like goods and people and like things like run, you know, like net zero emissions. Like mm-hmm. that could be a thing that we technologically do if we can just figure out how to make airships full of hydrogen, not bombs. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's also just like funny that we have a the funniest uh, resource shortage yeah ever is helium, is helium. yeah the, that, is, that is pretty funny we don't have enough helium <laughs> to sustain yeah. high altitude travel yeah just like every birthday you ever had yeah. is like uh killing us yeah <laughs> also just like all of the uh cartoonish um uh efforts by people to break guinness book of world records um about helium balloon numbers Launches, and stuff. yeah yeah and then they just like destroy an ecosystem it, it, yeah like yeah, yeah it helium uh yeah helium shortage is pretty farcical and like emblematic of just like the fact that our species can't get shit together yeah it cannot prioritize like anything of of collective value (laughs) (laughs) oh god so let's mosey on back to gaza for what i have found to be one of the most horrific stories just on a personal level i guess just on like an emotional level to come out of this whole conflict and um i don't know i I would tell you how long to skip ahead but i don't know how long this will take so just kind of a content warning that this is a really fucked up story but um on november 9th there was an israeli airstrike on al nasser medical center in gaza city and um at the time the strike cut off electricity to the neonatal intensive care unit and the the oxygen supply there and um everyone was forced to evacuate and i believe at the time the idf said that they would get the babies out of there but that didn't end up happening and so now on november 28th people started to return during the ceasefire and um they returned to babies you know, decomposing in incubators and in beds. And it made me think of what is going to happen now that there is return. Like, what are people returning to? David, you said earlier something like 80% of residences have been destroyed in the yeah. areas that have been, that yeah. have been bombed. Um, you, like- you can, you can see aerial photos of like before and after. And it's just, it goes from like really, really dense urban streets to gray. Yeah. It's just gone. Yeah. Um, it, it on the same line of like what are people returning to there was this tiktok made by idf soldiers that went viral and i have to say like israeli tiktok we're going to talk about it a little bit for the rest of this episode but it is just um for all of the money that israel is spending on propaganda I saw somebody tweet this earlier. Uh, just a few Israelis with Wi-Fi are totally undoing all of that work. Yeah. Um, yeah, this, they, sh- they should really, like, take their phones away. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, if, they, if they want their propaganda to work. Because these are 19 years old. There's these 19-year-old kids with guns and, and phones loaded up on, uh, on, uh, on, pro- on propaganda. Like. Yeah. And, and then and the necessary alienation and to kill and dehumanization needed yeah. to kill, you know, like that, like they're doing stuff that you don't want everyone to see. So this instance was an IDF soldier. Um, it, it starts off with the text uh, POV, you're liberating Palestine. And this uh, IDF soldier is in a bathroom and it says no water, no problem. And he takes out a plastic bag and he puts it in the toilet and it's subtle, but you can see a prayer rug has been dragged into the bathroom and he's standing on it as he, uh, you know, sits down to take a shit into this plastic bag and the door closes, door opens, pulls out the plastic bag with his shit in it, goes outside and just hurls it, you know, into this (laughs) mass devastation rubble. Yeah. And as he's leaving, you can see blue stars of David spray painted on all of the walls in this bombed out apartment building. Um, And then he's dancing the whole time. He's doing this little dance. um, And it says at the end, you know, follow for more tutorials while he gives the thumbs up in the background. And like, I'm trying to imagine coming home to your bombed out apartment where everything that you owned is now destroyed. Probably you lost friends and family members there. 
and you're finding blue stars of David spray painted on the walls and bags of shit thrown into what used to be your daughter's bedroom. Well, you're, and, and, you're gonna and, condemn Hamas, right? Yeah, right, that's yeah, gonna cause you yeah. to put pressure on Hamas. Yeah, and your prayer rug is in the bathroom, and your prayer rug is in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, or what was left of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and like that's yeah, yeah, like that's supposed to uh, you know win hearts and minds, as as we used to say. You know, yeah. like that. I don't, I don't understand what is supposed to happen here, except right the the fact that. Uh, I, it seems like they're doing their best to make sure that there is no one left. Yeah, to uh, be upset about that. Yeah, right. They're 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 making they're doing their best to make it so that the Gazans that survive this bombardment have no choice but to flee. Yeah, like the yeah. you know, and the, the apparently the the military coordination that's happening this week um, is now uh, telling a, uh, apparently everyone who they told to move to the south, yeah, now, to now move to the north because yeah. they're going to blow yeah. up that. Yeah. And the idea of like a pincer move to just drive everyone to the Egyptian border yeah. and like, yeah, yeah, and finish it. finish the ethnic cleansing that yeah. uh, began with the Nakba. I mean, like, they're already, you know, we're, we're on the topic of IDF social media. I saw another one that was, um, uh, they were hanging, like, a, a banner for, like, their pizza shop that they want to open up. Like, they're, they're just, like, starting to claim, like, spots of, like, things that, they, that they're going to put, uh, like, in these buildings now. Like, yeah. Like, it's not, it's... They're not. They're not hiding the fact that like this is. A, 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 well, I mean, they they high level Israeli officials have already said it multiple times. They said it on October eighth. Like this is a second Nakba. Like we're yeah we're taking this. Yeah. They're um, also talking about creating a no go zone all along the border of Gaza, which would require the displacement of tens of thousands yeah. of Gazans. Yeah. Um, to create this, you know, basically like no man's land between the border of Israel and Gaza. Which, and which already taking exists. taking that chunk and, out of Gaza yeah, and not yeah, taking that no, chunk out of, no. you know, the Israeli territory. The settlements. Yeah, yeah. 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 Which, which already, of course, exists uh, on large swaths of that bo- the border. That was like the uh, the march of return. They would, when they started getting shot, were like in these, these like buffer zones that, yeah. 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 But doing it all the way around is, yeah. And then the other TikTok phenomenon I wanted to talk about it's like, it really, I don't know, man. I was just very upset watching this this morning. But it's basically a bunch of Israelis doing Arab face. And there's this parody song um, that goes, the, the lyrics to it are, This was my home with no electricity or gas. Was my home and Ahmad's and Fatma's and Abed's and Salim's. And these Israelis are dressing up in Arab face, um, drawing unibrows on themselves, blacking out some of their teeth. Um, women wearing like makeshift uh, head coverings and them dancing and singing to this song while basically making fun of these backward Gazans who have no electricity or gas. And um, for their, and it's their fault, I guess, and it's that they don't fault, have apparently. that. Yeah. 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 And yeah. there are thousands of these videos uh, often juxtapos- juxtaposed with, you know, the it, scenes of the destruction in Gaza, um, tanks bulldozing homes. Um, small children being dressed up in this way, like eight, nine-year-old children dancing to the song while wearing, uh, you know, oil paint mustaches and unibrows. Yeah, this is like Jojo Rabbit, Hitler Youth shit. It's blackface. This it's, is yeah, totally it, fucked The up. level of racism is like almost incomprehensible until you actually watch the videos. And um, and it, and is of course like even even if I like I I wouldn't expect that even half of israelis like participate in this or whatever right like the amount of them doing it doesn't act isn't really like the point the point is that like you need this to happen you need it like in order to like carry out a genocide you need a significant number of people to 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 do stuff like this right like this is a necessary the dehumanization element. is necessary yeah, yeah it's an absolutely necessary element of like a of an ethnic cleansing is to at least have a strong core group of people that very deliberately and outwardly do stuff like this to make it feel a little bit more normal and okay. If they're not barbarians, how can you justify killing all of them? Yeah. Yeah, that's absolutely 
Yeah, the, the, the glee on the faces yeah. of these people is really, really disturbing. disturbing. And like the, yeah. the, the parents like videotaping their kids, like doing this and like putting on the net. It's just. Yeah, yeah. so it's really rough. Yeah. I'll put a link to it in the yeah. show notes if you um, need it. <laughs> have a sickness yeah. like me and yeah. decide that you want to watch something like this. I mean, I think the, the, the purpose of this episode is sort of like a don't turn away kind of. Um, type of yeah. conversation yeah whereas where like also on the on the flip side there there's accusations of palestinians having like exceptionally realistic baby dolls uh oh my god yeah, yeah. so like made out of compostable materials uh, yeah like, uh, yeah mostly like 70 percent water by mass like uh, yeah the fuck yeah yeah they're like uh all these videos, of course, are coming out from like this human rights watch story that we that we just read, and you know that you know like lots of children are are, are dying by many accounts. Something like sixty, I, th- I read uh, figure it was sixty four percent of the deaths are women and children. Yeah, um, on the Palestinian side, and so like obviously a, that means hundreds, if not thousands, of deaths are infants. And yeah. you know, like, uh, and uh, um, and there's accusations that the video and photo proof of this are um, uh, uh, fake dolls. They're fake. They're dolls that that they're uh, that crisis actors, a la uh, you know Sandy Hook um, uh, conspiracy theorists, you know, are 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 putting out there. You know, and uh, um. And that would be that implies a, an extremely strange idea that like Hamas like imported they can't get fucking gasoline or clean water but they imported a bunch of like real hyper realistic baby, baby dolls to f- make propaganda with like yeah. I that, that and I guess they painted their faces blue. And yeah. somehow their bodies are perfectly limp. And yeah, because you can see these videos; like these are dead babies. Yeah, they're I, they're I, everywhere. If you if yeah. you you barely, I don't even have to look for them for them to show up on my t- fucking Twitter timeline. Yeah, and so it's it's very odd to um think that it, it, it it's a lot of cope and a lot of like uh double thing. I don't I don't know what goes into someone's head to try to like think about like reason their way out of the fact that. You know, they're not just like witnessing a genocide happen. You know, uh, then the 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 better thing to think is that like you're being tricked by these wily Palestinians who uh, simultaneously are barbarians that don't have any uh, electricity or or internet. They can't fend for themselves, but they are also so cunning and devious that they would also um, kill thousands of people through an elaborate. Uh, a terrorism campaign and then they also have sophisticated uh video creation uh, you know like uh, propaganda systems where they can trick you into thinking things that aren't true like and they have a vast web of underground uh facilities but they also need to be wiped out at the top also from these buildings. Like, I don't know, just like Their rockets are both so unsophisticated yeah. that they accidentally blow up hospitals, but so sophisticated that every Israeli citizen has to be afraid of a rocket coming through the side of their house. Yeah. 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 It's kind of all of it at the same time. Uh, uh, yeah. And I don't, I don't know. I can't, I, 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 I try to think about, uh, the person that, wants to believe that Israel is like a safe place for all the Jews, yada, yada, yada. And it's just, I don't, I don't see it. I don't see how I, as a Jew, I'm safer in Israel than I am in here in New York. (laughs) Your soul certainly wouldn't be safer. Uh, Yeah. And I don't, um, which is, you know, that alone is like uh, an under, uh, like a self-defeating argument, right? It's like, oh, we need Israel to keep all the Jews safe, but they're also constantly under attack and we have to defend them. <laughs> you know, right? It's like, oh, is this yeah. the, sa- the safe place for all the Jews is uh, in the quote-unquote bad neighborhood that is surrounded by other countries that hate them? It's like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> like, isn't, what, what? How am I supposed to do that? And also, like, I'm sorry, I don't need a backup country. Like, I don't. <laughs> oh, you know, I don't. I, it's 
It certainly it's um cer- it's so disturbing. It certainly suggests that the United States is not responsible for protecting its own citizens, or any country is responsible for sure. Prote- that, but I mean, we're kind of unique in the fact that we fund Israel to the yeah. tune of tens of millions of dollars yeah. a year. But, yeah, 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 billions. Yeah, yeah millions yeah. a day. Yeah, ten, ten yeah. million a day. I'm yeah. sorry, I meant to say billions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah it's, it, it's because I mean, like, this is where you get into like how um, you know evangelical Christians that have like uh, um, visions, uh, apocalyptic visions of like how, of the near future, right? Like how that dovetails with Zionism, right? Is that like inherent to the argument is that like um no country should protect its jews because they should all go to israel um so that uh, jesus can come back right yeah and that and that this is quite literally the the plan that white supremacists have for every single ethnicity right is that they should all have their own nation and and just by the way, the white people get the best ones. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, like like they get the the yeah, place, we get the, the pla- ones with all the infrastructure, the ones that yeah. have reaped the rewards of colonialism for the past five hundred years. Yeah, uh, I, I, and like I, I I don't know how else to put that except that like why why does the cake why, why does David Duke like Israel except that like they think it's a that is how every ethnicity should act. They should be armed to the teeth, fighting against each other, uh, creating their own settler colonial states where they, uh, you know, keep where, away. Where God gives them providence. Yeah, yeah. It was like, what What the fuck is that? What kind of life is that? What kind of world is that? Like, I don't, I don't want that. I don't yeah. want that. No. Um, it's one that doesn't have a future. Yeah, yeah. It's like one that like arrives at a pretty bleak, uh, rather quick uh, end game. Yeah, yeah. You want, especially in a nuclear armed world. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It really does feel like the world is like trying to puke. Oh, like, that's a good metaphor. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like I want to like hold its hair back and like let it heave into the toilet. Yeah. Oh, that's so tender, Chris. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Like, the fuck is going on? Yeah. Like, they're, like... <sighs> like, like uh, uh, Argentina just elected this insane libertarian that uh, claimed that he was going to convert to judaism he's he's turning the the uh, he's abandoning the national um, currency adopting yeah. the dollar he wants to adopt the dollar um, yeah he, i mean he say, he says a bunch of stuff he wants to do who knows if yeah he's capable well, he, of doing any of it he, but, yeah, he literally said if any um government administrator uh tr- blows their budget they're going to jail straight yeah, to jail yeah, yeah um yeah this guy carried around a fucking um chainsaw uh, as part of his, like like a real chainsaw, like a, like as a prop, like when he was campaigning, uh, as like you know a symbol of how aggressively he was going to gut like the public like sector, like yeah. anything that serves the citizenry, um, and yeah, it's just like that country is not that's doing not, well. Yeah, that's not going to go well. Like, yeah, 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 they're on the heels of two hundred percent inflation. You think inflation's bad here? Fuck, you know. Like, like, uh, I don't know what the fuck they're, uh, um, that's going to look like. Yeah. There's in like, and then like Modi is doing well in like these, um, preliminary state elections in India where, um, uh, this like Indian, uh, fascist Indian party is like, seems to be doing very well in these, uh, um, state elections that will put them in a, uh, Modi's party in a good place for, uh, uh, his third, um, reelection. Uh, Modi, of course, uh, uh, a a just straight fascist, like mm-hmm. not not um, unapologetic fascist. Yeah, 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 not not difficult to discern what that guy wants for the world. You know, like um, yeah, it's um, yeah, grim place. It's hard hard time to be an optimist. Yeah, um, yeah, like pretty difficult. Yeah, we yeah. find ways, though, don't we, fellas? <laughs> don't we? <laughs> we yes, find ways. yes, we do. Yeah. Are we ready for a wildfire? Yeah. yeah. Besides Kissinger? <laughs> Besides Kissinger, we got two wildfires today. Kissinger's dead. And the UAW has signed on to a labor um, call for an international labor call for a ceasefire in Israel-Palestine. 
Fuck yeah. So the International Executive Board of the UAW um, is also going to be forming a divestment and just transition working group to study the history of Israel and Palestine, uh, the union's economic ties to the conflict, and how we can have a just transition for U.S. workers from war to peace. Wow. Um, yeah. Uh, Starbucks did it first. Just shout out to the Starbucks union. Oh, no, um, they did it first. They certainly did do it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, unlike yeah. uh, Starbucks, um, who, you know, is basically like, who called its own union like a terrorist organization or some <laughs> shit like that. Um, yeah. The UAW uh, works with companies that um, actually uh, have to deal with them, yeah. like recognize the, the, the UAW. Uh, yeah. Very and, old and very powerful. Yeah. yeah, and um, the largest have, union thus far to call for a ceasefire, yeah. and the greatest capitulation to a strike in this recent wave of strike waves. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, yeah. A- after yeah, they they say ceasefire after absolutely walloping three enormous American companies in, yeah. in a, a a very uh, unique and uh, innovative uh, strike. And, um, and yeah, Sinn Féin has been spitting total hot fire. I mean, yeah. Sean Féin. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sean Féin. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fine. You, you, uh, you, well, both have. Yeah, both have. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, one on the international uh, stage. Well, I guess both now. Uh, yeah. But yeah. The, yeah, he was, you know, uh, I was listening to Sean Féin's um, uh, celebratory remarks after I think it was like Ford or something had like, yeah. you know, signed uh, the new contract and was like, this is the, the first major blow in a class war that has been ongoing since since, you know, time immemorial, but on the side of like the uh, working people against like the um, the 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 capitalist elite, elite. Yeah. basically just like the UAW and Sean Fain have been more than any anything in the last several uh, months, um, raising raising class consciousness in the United States, and um, I'm here for it. Yeah, I think it's pretty incredible. And it's great if you don't buy a soda stream and you don't buy Sabra hummus. Those are good things that, you know, you shouldn't support those companies. But until you can get mass organizations that hold pension funds that actually examine their entanglements with Israeli industry, your BDS is never going to go anywhere. So something like the UAW you know, this massive union saying that it's going to investigate these ties and start figuring out how to cut them is like, it's hard to overstate how effective that strategy will be in ending the occupation of Palestine. It's huge. Yeah. It's huge. Especially, especially like something like a, like the, the parts supply chain for cars. Yeah. You know, like that's chips and chips. You know how many yeah. fucking chips Israel makes? All over the place. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the most difficult elements of BDS is that Israel makes a ton of technological components. I thought you were talking about (laughs) us. You know how hard it is to get auto workers to stop eating Uts? <laughs> Sorry. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And yeah, so th- this is, uh, um, I-, I-, I love it when... Uh, you get a, a broad movement that understands its own interests. I don't know. That's all. That's all. I, yeah. And it's I and like it's saying. shared interests yeah. with all workers of the world. Yeah. 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 That not none of this. Uh, uh, oh, you weren't there for us with this thing, and you don't. This isn't our fight, and uh, uh, you can't make this call because you're not this kind of person. No, fuck that. Like, yeah. don't don't do any of that shit. Yes, yeah. this is straight up good stuff. Well, they better watch out because the um, the the House of Representatives um, uh, just uh, uh, passed a law that any- they haven't passed a law yet, but they did vote for a resolution. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the UAW uh, expect a strong letter from Congress and the ADL. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to the extent those things are different. Yeah. yeah the resolution yeah. basically was just like uh, anti-Zionism is anti-Semitism. Um, yeah. yeah. End of story. Yeah. And uh, only two people uh, said no. <laughs> Rashida Tlaib and some other Republican, his name I don't remember. Yeah, some from Kentucky or something, where, where he said something like, uh, I, I I don't feel like that's correct or something. Like, I don't think it's helpful. Yeah, I don't think it's helpful. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was just I, like, I, I so, agree. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah agree. I do agree. Yeah, yeah it is unhelpful. I, it's, it's like almost adorable, like how like uh, even keeled that like, statement is. Like, <laughs> this isn't helpful right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, well, you, you, if you're still listening, you made it. You made yeah. it. Thank you so much hey, for yeah. listening to this Through episode of Iron Beast. Hope you enjoyed it. A roller coaster ride of emotions. Uh, yeah, yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Um, anything to plug, fellas? Uh, no. 
Chris is going to be out next week. Dave and I are going to figure out something to bring you. Hopefully nice. it's halfway as good as everything we're able to create together. Yeah, my, my apologies. I'll yeah. be back the following week. But in the meantime, it'll just be the two of us. <laughs> we can make it, it make a podcast try. if we try. <laughs> you and I. Uh, and in the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter. Iron Respond. And on Instagram. Iron Respond. And send us an email. Why don't you? I know we have a couple of emails that we haven't gotten to yet. Very sorry, but we're going to get to those uh, right after we finish recording. Yeah. Uh, you can send that to Iron Weeds Pod. Thanks so much. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Peace.